Hi, Edouard. Hi. Edouard Cambier, you are the founder of Seed Factory Coworking Space, which has been operating in Brussels, Belgium for 20, 20 years. Almost, yeah, 20 years now. Uh, you were among the, among the pioneers uh, in, in the co-working industry in Belgium. Uh, at the time when the, when, when the, the word co-working wasn't even invented, crafted, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, step by step you moved into, we moved into this, this understanding of, of, of what co-working was about. You're also the, um, uh, the president of the Belgian Workplace Association, so you are very knowledgeable about the whole market in Belgium uh, regarding co-working and what is still called the business centers. Um, and uh, the idea was to have a, a chat with you, um, first of all, to um, get your, your, your feedback about uh, the recent weeks, because you, re you reopened, you are almost full again, uh, but uh, it was, at, I can say, the cost of a lot of pivots, a lot of efforts to bring back people and also to, to shift new business model. And also you, you, you will tell about the, the ads you are, you, you are, you are now um, paying for. And uh, with your holder hats um, of the Belgian Workplace Association, um, I thought it would be interesting to also go through some uh, number of the categories that the Belgian Workplace Association has made in order to see what are the four big categories of spaces, co-working space you see, uh, from the very profitable to the never will be profitable space and that's that's something which is quite quite um, original um, in the european scene this this way to look at things so first of all our things and um is now um uh seed factory at full speed well um seed factory is a, is a, is a long is a long history we started 20 years ago with the with a with an old building uh, you, you see you see behind me the uh the, uh, the the building, so it's it's not a new fashion building city center. We are a little bit uh, um, in the periphery of Brussels. Uh, we we bought that building 20 years ago. There were in that building we had two or three media agency uh, or communication agency, and we transformed a couple of years ago those three uh, agency in 30 30. Um, startups and grow up in the communication media uh, BI EI um, business so now we have uh, 150 co-workers uh, in 30 different startups and um, those 150 uh, co-workers dropped down till five uh, co-worker during the COVID period so we went from 150 to five and then we, a couple including of including you, pardon, you included. Excuse me, you included. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, me included because uh, I was uh, I was the the, the the virtual and the physical uh, office manager during that period with uh, this kind of uh, exciting tool. Yes, yeah. so this um, during during two months. So I'm a little bit bored of this uh, of these tools. Was it always so, the same, or you change it? No, I change. I change the, the the size. Sometimes I put it put the green part. Sometimes the white part. So I changed every day. No, I'm I'm joking. But we we invest a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of money in all those tools. So we 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 went from 150 to five during the COVID, and then since a couple of weeks, since the uh, the opening of the B2B segment, so we went from five till 15. 
and then we had the B2C uh, opening. Uh, we went from 15 till 20, 25. And then when the first schools opened two weeks ago, uh, we went from 25, 30 till 40, 45. And, and, and I'm, we are not full. I, I'm sure we will, we will be full in, in September when all the schools will be opened. But actually we have, we have a big density on the, on the, uh, on the floor. So um, we only have two company closed actually. Uh, it's Musimap and Musimap is an international uh, grow up in um, EI in music EI and those guys are in the Silicon Valley or are in the Middle East. So all those guys are still at home. And a second one called um, High Pay and those guys are specialized in uh, virtual money. Uh, and those guys are also at home and because the top management, the French top management is still in Paris. So okay. two companies on the 30 are still closed. All right. So, but you you spend some money now to 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 get promotion on some TV TV channels now in Belgium. Yeah. You told me. Uh, you you also told about uh, some partnership you made with a local market, for instance, for organic food and things like that. So, is it really part of the old plan uh, to to reboost the attractiveness of the space and get some branding visibility on top? As in, and is it working? Well. Um, it's, it's, it's working um, and these are not my ideas. These are ideas we could create during the COVID period. So we organized what you organized, Jean-Yves, many times a day, Zoom. So we organized one Zoom with the whole group, so with the whole community every day. So we organized uh, practically 33 Zoom of half an hour with guests. And so we invite for example, the, the manager of the Chamber of Commerce in Brussels. We invite the journalists from Trends, journalists from the Tate, journalists from Leco. You know, yeah, those. very famous Belgian media. Yeah, exactly. And and during all those Zoom, well, the those 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 guests they they proposed us collaboration. So the, these are not my idea or our ideas. Most of the ideas are coming from those guests we invite during the Zooms. And uh, one of the ideas uh, is to we, we create three little video uh, promotion videos uh, with LN24, and uh, it, it creates a lot of uh, it creates a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of energy between not only LN24 myself but also with all the, the tenants and all the coworkers because every coworker has eight eight seconds on the in the um, in okay. the video spot. And those video spots are still on the LN24. There is still space for you, Jean-Yves. It costs 600 euro, nothing, for 120 uh, visibility. So it's, it's uh, during one month, you, you are 103 times on TV, on social media, and of course on their website for nearly nothing. So we booked already two uh, spots and there will probably be a third, a third one in, uh, in July. And okay. the return is positive. All right, all right. Um, do you see new leads coming in? So players who were not considering to go in the flex workspace in the beginning and now due to different reasons or maybe because of the promotion, now are considering it and, and reaching out to you? Uh, I, th I think the, the, the new leads we have, so I had three, three new office still uh, since uh, Tuesday. 
Um, it's one corporate who decide to stop with their expensive uh, uh, office. Yeah. Uh, it's a lawyer company with uh, one, two, three, four, five, with six people. So it's a little lawyer company uh, who were downtown Brussels and decide to come closer to the European Commission where we are situated. There's a um, there's an accountancy uh, company uh, who is in trouble with an other co-working, and there is a there's a guy specialized in high-end uh, domotics for uh, for for villas and stuff like that. So we have three leads still uh, yeah. since the beginning of this week. So so you see, you you feel a new energy coming or, or a new kind of demand or new kind of profiles coming due to the crisis that now is yeah hopefully over. I think I feel that the same the same type of leads uh, who are coming in to top us or to um, who yeah, are other business uh, yeah business centers which famous in Brussels yeah exactly so we we see some some incoming um, leads but more or coming from little corporates so they are not slashers or co-workers or individuals so we have now uh, incoming leads hot leads coming from little little corporates. Okay, and that was not as clear, or that was not that kind of profile you saw coming in that proportion in the beginning, maybe. Oh no, it's the it's the first time we have this kind of leads. Uh, most of the most of the guys working in at Seed Factory are coming from agencies, are coming yeah. from RTL, are coming from YouTube. Most of those guys are individuals. They are between thirty and thirty-five years, and they say, yeah. "Now I'm thirty-five. I would like to launch my own company." So that's that's most of the time. That's this kind of public, um, and this the leads we we get is are totally new leads for us. More coming from these are they, they are not multinationals. They are not corporate. It's more the SMEs, the traditional yeah. Yeah. SMEs. Begin. So, uh, and what is your Take away from it. What do what? How do you understand that? What what is your learning? Is it so? Is it is? Do we have entered this new era post COVID? You see, or just no? It's just an accident, and what will come back to what it used to be for for the co-working world? No, Joy, uh, we had a hard time. It, it, we I, I've never worked so hard during those those two or three months. Uh, we were very stressed. Um, there was a lot of insecurity. We, uh, all our tenants, they, they ask us for private meeting, private Zoom. So, so we invest a lot of time and in, in energy in, in dialogue, in communication. Uh, it's not finished. I'm sure we will have a lot of our, our tenants will have problem in September, October because their own customers have problem. And I'm, I'm not talking about agency who are working for public sector because in the public sector they are still there is still money, but the, our agencies working for the L'Oreal and the Danone and the BMW and the Mercedes they, they will they will have some problems in September October, so we prepare now we are preparing the the, the months after the summer September October November and and we expect some to have some problem some li some some liquid some liquidity problems in after the summer. Okay, so let's move to, to maybe your helmet as a president of Bel Belgian Workplace Association. Um, we, as I said, you, you, there is a, this interesting um, way of seeing things from the Belgian Workplace uh, Association. I'm just trying to share my screen now. You. Uh, here it is. Uh, so we have 232 buildings, members in our association. Yeah. Uh, with, with different category, starting with real 
real co-working uh, spaces um, and, and till 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 big networks uh, big networks like like the uh, the, the Regus and the spaces and the WeWork. Um, so we have the, the, the total range of, uh, of members, of members, yes. And so we're, we're all over Belgium. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's among one of, it, it's one of the, um, I, I, I shouldn't say that because I'm a member, but <laughs> it's a very well organized um, uh, association of spaces. And uh, in Europe, it's one of the, the best, I think, and the most visible in uh, a country based. I mean, so um, what I wanted to go through with you is, was, was this idea of um, the profitability and the four categories we have, uh, you see, in the flex workspace environment. Mm -hmm. um, and, and to sum it up, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you see four main categories. The first one is the very profitable area uh, where you have um, 10 to 30 percent margin, where every, everything is automatized and it's you, you said it in French, was dull, but very professional. <laughs> um, so, and, and, and those, the, 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 this part of the, of, the, of the market is pretty important in, Bel in, in Belgium. It's partly made out of the uh, historical players, but a big deal of them, we, we must confess, have evolved, um, evolved in, a, in a good way. They, they, they redesigned the space, they, make it, they made it cooler. Maybe it's not as fun and the vibe is not as good as some would expect but indeed and they are very successful that then you have the second quartile um which is made out of uh corking space flex workspace with a lower margin worth more focus maybe on more community more branding uh which are doing well but not are not as profitable as the others and then you have the third and fourth quartile i don't know whether you split that but but um definitely you say that that will it will be never profitable uh, it, it's most of them are publicly supported and if it's still there it's just an anomaly um, did I sum it up properly or you have to bring some nuances no no it's okay I would like to bring just one one detail for the third part so the these are most of those are uh, public public uh, co-working and public business centers the, the first the first quartile the very profitable uh, are private and they are most of them are in the periphery of Brussels or or Ghent of Antwerp. So yeah. most of the them three are, biggest cities in, in Belgium. Yeah, yeah, they are around the big cities. They are in the middle of nowhere, without without restaurant, without cafe in this area. So they they are a little bit monopolistic in their in their district. Yeah, um, they, they create kind of a gravitational uh, effect. That uh, as there is nothing around, it just most of the time in industry parks. So exactly. everybody from around comes in just to take, have a meeting, to have a coffee, to, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. With, with large parking, with yeah. large, very large parking, that's the first part. The second part uh, are co-working of, of business centers like me, uh, not very profitable, not so huge. Uh, my, my business center is 2,000 square meter. Um, the third one is uh, these are more public and uh, coming from the, the public sector and the, the last part so the fourth uh, the fourth category uh, it, it's a mix of um, it's a mix of uh, empty building uh, of, of uh, guys who says okay I will create my own co-working uh, without strategy they just have a, a spot of four five six hundred uh, square meter and decide to create a 
um, uh, co-working from out the blue. You see what I yeah. mean? So yeah. there is no strategy, there is no person. Yeah, this uh, yeah, is a typical guy saying, okay, it's easy, you put table, you put Wi-Fi, have a co-working space, come to my co-working space, and that's it. No service, no hospitality, no thinking behind. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's it. So, so, so what you... you um, do you think those categories are frozen uh, and will remain like that? Or do you see some switches between one and another, and another um, from what you see as, um, uh, as you, in your position as the, as the Belgian Workplace Association? Mm. Um, are, uh, is there room for improvement for those players? Or no, that's, the DNA is not the right one. So the, there is... There is improvement um the, the market is still open um i just booked for example Jean-Yves, i just booked a room in a hotel mm. for eight person that they transform all the rooms in private uh, dinner space so in in brussels the jam hotel transform a part of their rooms in private uh, private space for for dinner in the evening yeah. So I'm, I'm sure the business is the, the market is still open for creativity, and um, and and for we we have to reinvent um, our we we still we always have to reinvent our business, but I think we have to reinvent a little bit more actively our economy actually uh, with all those zooms and and virtual mm -hmm. events and, and virtual happening. I think there is there is room for improvement. So uh, that's another uh, interesting chart that um, is shared within the community of the Business Workplace Association. Is that the red part uh, is the what's called what we call the co-working by nature. So uh, we make this space between the business center, traditional business center, and the co-working. Uh, at at socialworkplaces.com, we like to say the co-working encompasses everything now. It's just a matter of just awarding to change but uh, we definitely see that co-working is making, uh, every year is taking a bigger part bigger chunk of the of the whole market um what how do you see that evolving uh, because there is this 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 um an assumption that we read in any big bro real estate brokerage uh, players saying that flex workspace co-working will take over 30 percent of the office market by 2030. do you see that coming in belgium as well and brussels especially well, I, I see it coming a little bit earlier in, in, in Paris and London because the square meter is very expensive. Yeah. Brussels is not expensive uh, in comparison with other big cities. Um, it's only a city with one million inhabitants um, with, 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 with this, the, the city center and the, the European part of Brussels. But if you, if, you, if you want absolutely a building in the European, um, in the European district, it costs a lot of money. But if you go a little bit further, it's, uh, I'm, I'm talking about two or three kilometer, so it's not very far away. If you, if you, if you, if you rent a building two or three kilometers from the, uh, the Schumann plane, um, it's not expensive. So I'm, I'm sure we will have 30% of flexible space in 2030. I'm absolutely sure. Um, look, look at the European Commission. They have, they have at the European Commission a co-working manager. They have a co-working manager in nearly all public uh, public uh, public departments in our in our country. So you have more and more facility manager who becomes co-working manager in all those institutions. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm quite confident. But but 
actually we will have a lot of plexi a lot of gel till the end of this year but beginning of next year um, you will have more and more corporate corporate uh, large corporate we will we will still have uh, i would say a, a small office in uh, in the city center of brussels but they will book a lot of uh, flags around Brussels, in Antwerp, in Ghent, so they will reinvent the, the, the way of working. So I expect a lot of, um, a lot of new business coming from corporate institutions. A last slice that I wanted to, uh, to, to get your comment on is, is this one, um, because it, it, it represents the, the split between the independent players, independent spaces, uh, uh, and the rest. So we see, of course, that IWG reduce is still very dominant in Belgium, but dominant like, you know, in the steel industry. You're the biggest player in the steel industry, I think, is 8% of the of market shares. And uh, so you still have a lot of independent players around. Um, I'm not sure, the blank, I'm not sure it was, uh, yeah, it's not unidentified, so it's, it's individual players. Um, it's still very fragmented. So some players we, we, we got in touch recently uh, in London or in Paris were definitely ex uh, expecting a big wave of consolidation in the market. Um, will it happen in Belgium as well, you see, or should it happen? Uh, I, see, I see a consolidation in, a couple of in, in the next year in Belgium also, but I, I, I don't think that uh, Regus or Spaces will take over small network. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm more convinced in new building, uh, totally uh, full digital automatic uh, with automatic doors, automatic yeah. toilets and stuff like that. So I, I see more new buildings in, uh, but I, I don't think that, I don't think that um, Regus will take um, multi-bureau or KBC or office center over. I see yeah. I see a natural grow of all those little network. They will probably work together with uh, with solo uh, entrepreneurs. Um, but the, the big the big network uh, like IWG, they will probably uh, rent uh, completely new buildings. Okay, so you you see more of uh, an impact of what we call the prop tech industry, okay. the prop tech way, which as you, you know, as you mentioned, it's about automation, it's about sensors, it's about smart locking, etc. That's uh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I try to orient my prospection uh, for this little building seed factory to the uh, Japanese and Chinese community. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they came into the building just five minutes and they asked me, are, are, are you, do you have open automatic doors, do we have automatic toilets? I say, no, not actually. And so they left the building after five minutes. <laughs> so if you want to reach this kind of population, you have, you, you need, yeah. you, you need absolutely new brand buildings. We are wearing masks, you know, it will happen. Yeah, but that's not enough for the, uh, for the Chinese and Japanese. No, community. sure, sure. But I think I was uh, mentioning that indeed, uh, that in Europe, uh, you know, this, 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 this thing of the mask now is in the population. So. We, we will likely embrace other, other habits that are in place there, but for some reason, for, for, for Russian reasons. What I, what I also see in Brussels actually is um, uh, there's a big demand for big uh, meeting rooms and there is nearly no demand for small meeting rooms. So people are not coming to the office for a meeting with one colleague or with one prospect or for one, they come to the office for bigger meetings. 
Okay. I see actually, actually. So there's big demand for, for meeting rooms with six plus uh, and not for two. Interesting because what we hear is um, rather saying that the meeting rooms are underused and that uh, on average, the average number of people in meeting room is four uh, for two thirds of the meetings. But what you mean is, is that for those who are not in the building, but have to come to the building, it's because there was this bigger meeting taking place, right? Yeah, so for actually, so during the COVID period, we transformed all the, the, the meeting rooms in private, private office. So we had, we had rooms, we have rooms a little bit bigger than a Skype room. You remember those Skype room with two square meters? Yeah. Uh, so we have, we have meeting rooms from four, of four square meters. So we transformed all those meeting rooms in private office to, um, to give some more comfort to the, to the coworker. Yeah. Because, um, and, and, and it's still like that, actually. All right. Okay. Good. Perfect. Um, awesome. I think it's super interesting. Uh, people should visit you more and come from around Europe and uh, get more feedback about the Belgium co-working scene. And, uh, <laughs> you have to come with Mr. Prop, you, you know? <laughs> Brad, yeah, 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 yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, what do you think? Will it be over within the two months that people won't take uh, pay attention as much as they do now to this uh, sanitization things, and uh, or is it like there for last uh, to last? It's it's actually today it's it's already very hard to ask people to wear this guy. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it depends probably of the of the the type of partners of the type of uh, of members but in our in my economy they are between 25 and 35 so they are not in the target group you yeah. see what i mean and yeah. they say okay um, I, I have zero 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 six uh, percent uh, chance to be sick so so the risk is minimum uh, i have more uh, i take more risk with my with my bike or with my my motor, my, my motor. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's very hard to um, to 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 ask those guys politely to wear this kind of, of stuff. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much, uh, Edouard, for for the insight and for for sharing your thoughts and and the story of uh, a seed factory, long live seed factory, and, and hope we see you in Vienna. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or absolutely. In Europe. Thank you. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.